I'm Brooklyn. <laughs> um, so I'm just gonna basically kind of give you like a little story about what, what I'm doing and why I'm standing up here preaching. Uh, so this gospel reading really stood out to me this morning because in this new journey of my life, my life is being demanded of me to go out, to go help uh, God's world and God's people and to serve others. First of all, I would like to thank Father Angel and the Holy Communion family for giving me this opportunity to share my journey on this beautiful Sunday morning. I'd like to start by telling you a little bit about my story and how I've come to do this missionary work for the Episcopal Young Adult Service Corps. I'm a cradle Episcopalian, and 21 years ago, I was baptized as a baby in Mitchell Hall because apparently my mom told me the actual sanctuary was in the middle of construction back in 1995. My immediate family and extended family were also in attendance that day, and amazingly, they have been members of the Holy Communion since the late 1960s and are still active members in the church family to this day. At around three years old, my mom started making me go to Sunday school every Sunday. And but little did she know, that wasn't on my to-do list. <laughs> Whenever she would take me to my classroom, I would religiously turn around and follow her back to her classroom, where she taught the older kids. After this happening over and over and over, and me following her back to her class, she finally let me stay, and I won that battle. I may have gotten a color and played, but I was still listening to that lesson. As I got older, I knew I, could, I no longer could play that game, so I started to stay in my class, and I really enjoyed the lessons that were taught. Being older also came with the title of being in the youth group, which I always looked forward to being old enough to be in. There were lock-ins, flashlight tag, hide-and-seek in the church, field trips to places like um, the city museum and lunch dates and pizza parties with all the youth group under the leadership of Karen Sturbins at the time. I always invited school friends to be a part of my church adventure. All of my friends, whether that be field hockey uh, mates, cheerleader mates, basketball players, they all knew that if they spent the night at my house, we're all going to church on Sunday. Um, I guess I was an evangelist back then. Later came the mission trips to Bay St. Louis, New Orleans, where we went to help the victims of Hurricane Katrina and trips to Memphis under the leadership of the now Reverend John Stratton and Reverend Re Rebecca Ragland. I guess I learned that giving yourself is a lot more rewarding than receiving. And I think though going on those mission trips started my hunger for traveling. And of course, me and my family, we traveled to different places on family trips, but I think a trip to do service seemed to be a little different. My service, at Holy, my service to Holy Communion was, a help, was to help in the nursery during church service where I assisted Amala, the babysitter, and I looked forward to the snacks just as much as the kids because Jerome always made the best popcorn and cookies. For as long as I can remember, I helped my family serve a hot lunch for our guests at Trinity Episcopal Church in the Central West End. I was always in charge of handing out the sack lunches for our guests to take as they left. And when I got a little older, I got to hand out the actual plates for them to eat. I thought it was all fun and games as a youngster, but later I realized that the reality was, I realized the reality was that some people's nightmares were actually during the day 
and I always felt good after serving them. When I became a senior at University City High School, it got harder and harder and harder for me to go to church. But my mom was relentless, and she made me still go every Sunday. I really didn't put up a fight. I just didn't want to get up until she kind of pulled the covers over me and was like, you got to get up. I would drag out of bed in whatever I had on like the previous night, and I still came when I got, got here. But little did I know that foundation was being laid, and I, and I was learning even though I was half asleep during the service. Fast forward to my senior year at Missouri State University, where I received my degree in International Business Administration. I remember my mom telling my mom I had no idea what I wanted to do in my life, but she said it's all right. People, not a lot, not all people have it figured out by graduation. You get out of school, get a job, and figure it out along the way. Then one day, a friend of mine from my business fraternity told me about this program called YAS the Young Adult Service Corps, and how it was just like the Peace Corps, which was something I knew I, I think I wanted to do, but I think maybe two years was probably a large commitment for where I am today. Um, so I went home that night and did my research, and I found out that this, yes, this Young Adult Service Corps was through the Episcopal Church. How awesome. I knew then that that sounded great, and that's something I wanted, to, I was interested in. So I called my mom and I told her about it, and I was like, this is something I really want to do, and she was all for it. My mom told Father Angel about it, and guess what? By chance, he had gone through the same exact program in Honduras. So, uh, so I went online and I looked for the application, but when I went to fill out the application, I thought all was lost because that I had missed the deadline. But by the grace of God, Father Angel said, don't worry, it's all right. Fill out the application and submit it anyway. They're still looking for young qualified people. And after I submitted the application about a week or so later, they told me I got selected to go to New York for an interview and they sent me my plane ticket. While I was in New York, I had a whole new awakening. In the interview process, about 18 others and I gathered at the Holy Cross Monastery in Poughkeepsie, New York for a week-long discernment process. I had never been to a monastery before and I had no idea what to expect. And when I say monastery, I mean like the great silence from 8.30 p.m. to 8.30 a.m. There's monks walking around in their robes, like the whole real deal. Never experienced this in my life. And, um, but even though I had no idea what to expect and I'd never been to a monastery, I can say it was truly one of the greatest experiences of my entire life. While I was there, I learned so much more about myself and who I was, and I began to get an idea of what I actually wanted to do with my life. In this monastery, I experienced a whole new level of fullness and wholeness, something that I honestly couldn't even explain to you. When I felt that, I knew that this opportunity was right for me, and this was my calling. When I, felt, when I left the monastery, after the interview process, I felt like a whole new person with a clear direction of my purpose in life. After a week, I was due to give them my decision, and if, if I really wanted to do this, which was definitely a yes, and a week after that, they gave me their decision, 
which was also a yes. Once I was in, I began my long waiting period of trying to figure out what my assignment was. Although I was so anxious, I was willing to go wherever the Lord saw fit and wherever he wanted to stick me, wherever he saw that I needed help. My assignment finally came in late May, where I would be going to San, San Miguelito, Panama, to work at the Bella Vista Girls Home for girls who are infant to 18 years old who are no longer safe to, in their own homes. I know I will be tested and challenged every day, but with God's hands on my shoulders and my heart in his hands, I will prevail. And as Father Angel read in the Gospel of Luke, it talked about gathering riches and wealth but my purpose is not to gather those riches and wealth, but to provide services that are favorable in the Lord, to the Lord. Amen.